Hello. Oh. Are we going to start off with a gospel hymn? Yeah, you know. Yeah, no. No Negro Spirituals is not February. And Jesus is King has already dropped, so. You know We have what? all the gospel we need. You know what? <laughs> I will not be a part of Bishop TD Fakes campaign. I said I'm Kiki. Oh, sorry. I couldn't hear anything. See, God don't like God don't like when you play with him. I'm Ash. Welcome guys. We've missed you so much, but we're back. And we black. And we're uh, fabulous. Yes, we are blacker. Hey. Ash, what's been going on? What's up? <sighs> I've been under the weather, y'all. Uh I do not know. What the issue is, I I have just been on the sick and shut-in list for, like, the past, it's been a month now. It's been four I, weeks. Yeah, it's it's been a month. I still don't know what's wrong. I went to the urgent care, and that man looked me in my face after I had the, after I had to pay, like, $90 out of pocket and Ooh. had the audacity, the audacity, the unmitigated gall to say yeah I don't really know what's wrong with you but I'm not even gonna write you a prescription just go get some Zycam excuse me I beg your nigger ass pardon you you, the person with the MD alphabet behind your name don't know what's wrong with me allegedly allegedly so now I have to wait to go see an ENT doctor and I number one it took forever to do that plus Open enrollment's happening, so I'm changing my insurance. Girl, open enrollment. Y'all, being an adult is the fucking ghetto, okay? It's ghetto, and I never signed up for it, so I'd like a refund. Like, I, I would personally like to speak to the manager, because, you know, I feel like if we're going to be here, it needs to be a good time, okay? <sighs> the ghetto. Um, luckily I have not gotten sick yet. Praise um, the Lord. The weather has changed, so I do go to bed like right at seven o'clock every night, even on oh, Fridays yes, and so. Saturdays. Oh yeah, so. So if anybody who's listening who wants to plan any a, a night out with me, bitch, it better be over by <laughs> seven PM, okay? Because <laughs> my bed needs me. I've been getting some good sleep. Child, this daylight savings time came and it said, All right, it's five o'clock, boom, doc. Take your ass to bed. Go home. So, you know, everybody, go get your fall wardrobe. Cover your neck. Don't be caught out in that night air, as my parents would say. Oh, yes. You know, cover that neck. And, um, you know, just stay healthy, you guys. Yeah, before you be out here barking, like my mama say. Oh, Charles. Oh, my daddy, when you barking <laughs> like a dog, don't call me. Okay, I won't. All right. Okay. Oh, all this what? energy. What are our parents so old in country? They're Father so God. <laughs> He's been telling me that since age two. When you barking like a dog, okay, all right. You, you go out this house barking, 
and act like you ain't got nothing on your arms. Whoa, why, why is this so aggressive? Like, madam? God forbid I get sick. Like, that's not normal. But anyway, y'all don't know. Country parents, y'all. Country parents. The thing that bothers me is I'm not actually even sick. It's just I cannot breathe out of my nose. And I keep the first two weeks, I couldn't even blow. Like, there was nothing, like, nothing was coming out. So imagine, like, you wake up with a stuffed nose, but you go to blow your nose and nothing will come out. Ain't that some bullshit? I would jump off the Raffinelle Bridge. Cause... <laughs> at, this, at this current point in time, I'm about to go, go play hopscotch on 285. <laughs> Just, it's the ghetto. I think about all the times where I could breathe in and out and breathe through my nose. And I think about how I took that for granted. And I, I punch myself and I say, Lord, wh- 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 why? <laughs> so sorry. I'm sending you um, well wishes and uh, well prayers and thoughts for your nose. <laughs> Amen. Y'all say a prayer because. A young hoe is tired of sounding like a cartoon character. But we thank God. We thank God anyway. Uh, 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 let's be very clear. We thank God anyway. Oh, I'm the glut. Do you have any shout outs this week? Uh, dang it. I, I forgot what it was, but I know I wrote it down, so I'll do it at the end of the show. No problem. I just want to send a rest in peace to John Witherspoon. <sighs> love going bang 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 he got to coordinate he uh, to coordinate coordinate I cannot believe Pops is gone bruh <sighs> he he fought the good fight he 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 ran the race till it was won Ugh, I just I'm still in shock I was really sad when I found out that the news was confirmed and yeah. of course I have Friday on DVD. The <laughs> just always sticks. I'm just like, oh, ah. yeah. one serious moment of that fight. movie. You live to fight another day. <sighs> you win some, you lose some. Uh-huh. Rest in peace to granddad. Rest in peace to pops. Yes. P.S. I have never seen so y'all have never seen a person eat on camera until you have seen John with this <laughs> eat some goddamn grapes. <laughs> eat some grapes, eat some chicken, eat his burrito. Oh I saw him my burrito, baby. Even did you see the one where um he was recording on the boondocks and he was eating Cheerios? Oh my god. <laughs> Um, such a such a beautiful man, such a such a beautiful spirit as well. We never like, heard any dirt about him. Love him down. Sending well wishes to his son because it seems like his son is having a hard time. Yeah. Also, um, shout out to Netflix because he was on their Strong Black Leads podcast, and the whole point of the podcast is to give people their flowers while they're living. That's right. <laughs> Tracy, who Tracy's just a gem all by herself, but to hear, you know, how he spoke of how he got started in the industry, but also how he has sustained such a positive longevity, but how he worked. So people like him, Garrett Morris and Ruth Carter, just, oh, that 
there is some, there is something to be said about being in the what is considered the later ages of your life, but still working up until literally still working up checks. until yeah, still collecting a check, honey. But more importantly, people still wanting to work with you, not you having to go chase nobody down for shit. Like just there's something to be said about being so loved and so appreciated. And, and so I was thinking on his career and I was like, damn, he was in movies with Eddie Murphy. Right. It's like you could play six degrees of separation with John Witherspoon. You really could. Like Tisha Campbell. Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, David Allen Greer, the Wayne's uh-huh. brothers, how all of Black Hollywood really was connected through him. Right. And I think that's cool as fuck because there's not, especially with this era of comedians, where there isn't a form of or a bond of togetherness and helping each other get jobs. Everybody just makes their own. Uh-huh. <laughs> and all- um, but, you know, giving other people other opportunities. And he did that for well over three decades. Uh, what a light what a beautiful what a beautiful chocolate what man. a beautiful chocolate man um y'all need to put wayne's brothers on netflix my love go with bang 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 oh my gosh iconic so rest don't in peace to him tell nobody don't tell nobody so we've been gone for a while we were going for a minute. Now we're back with the jump. Off. But the bullshit has been here. <laughs> Good job. It's been a heaping, toppling pile of shit. It had, all of these topics are music related. So I just, I don't know what's going on in the music industry. But um, Mercury's in microbraid. Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. Mercury's in Gatorade. And, you know, she's just not happy when she, unless she has her yellow lime gatorade she is not pleased before we get started are you sipping on anything on this fine afternoon yes i actually am what are you sipping on <laughs> um i fucked around and made a cocktail recipe Ooh. um i have it's a whiskey base Ooh. with um ginger ale some lime juice and some blue curacao and yeah you know it's very refreshing um, it's not like a super fruity drink. Jamar approved of it, so that lets me know that I could serve it to a nigga. He could get the fuck from around my bar and still be pleased. So yeah. All right. I am yeah. sipping on a cinnamon cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon. <laughs> and um cinnamon roll iced brew. Do they have um, cinnamon edibles? That would be so that'd be like pumpkin spice. I don't know. Could it might be out imagine, there. Could you imagine if there was like a cinnamon roll edible? Like. <laughs> yeah. I grabbed some cold brew because, again, a bitch woke up at six in the morning because their sleep schedule was off. And I was like, wow, it's almost three o'clock. <laughs> and I'm also doing a dryish November because a bitch went overboard on Halloween. So. Yeah. My, my meaning of dryish November means no bourbon. So, aha! Uh-huh. As a true Charleston girl, yes, I did have an Aperol spritz for the first time. You like? Do you like the flavor? The aftertaste is a little bit much for me. It tasted the aftertaste was like sugary gasoline. <laughs> yeah, I can't handle it. I- there are certain foods 
that like or certain like flavor profiles that I just will yeah. agree with and other people will not taste what I'm tasting but I taste it because of my intolerance and um, April is one of I have tried to get into Negronis which part of me feels like that's the reason why my like cocktail connoisseur career hasn't taken off because the certain like refined flavors like the April spritzes and the Negronis and you know the egg white stuff I just I can't get with it like my my body is like nah sis we're good it they lack flavor yeah there's no flavor I'm drinking bourbon neat on you know what I mean like it's yeah. no flavor right so I had a Pimm's cup after that which gave me all the flavor I needed Ooh, I love a good Pimm's Cup. I risk asphyxiation every time. And ooh, okay, kinky. <laughs> Choke me. <laughs> what the bullshit, right? Oh, on. Yeah. Let's talk about Clifford Harris's hymen. <sighs> Ti revealed on a podcast that he still accompanies his 18-year-old daughter Deja Harris to the gynecologist to make sure that her hymen is still intact. I just God. I just want to go on the record and say Clifford is a fucking creep. Um, virginity is a made up social construct. It's a social construct. Construct. See, I got me all the way fucked up. Um, and I were you checking for every woman that you have fucked with your wedding ring on? Were you checking for their hymens when you were busting it wide open and not wearing condoms and producing all these children? Oof. Oof. You Oof. fucking little slut. <laughs> but you had nothing to say when your ugly ass 15 year old son admitted on camera looking like a whole pterodactyl that he was uh, fucking. Like, uh, I don't understand, T.I. I don't uh, understand. Uh, I said what the fuck I said. You didn't uh, have a problem when he said he was fucking on tour buses and shit. Uh, Chinese didn't have shit to say either. Uh, uh, I'm fucking done with you, Clifford. Every time I want to give you a cookie for knowing 80% of the fucking dictionary because you had a lot of time to read on your hands while you were locked up for gun running and selling oh. drugs and getting your best friends killed and leaving them, leaving their children without parents, but you have time to check. Carissa, please! Carissa, please! Since the cold brew talking, I have all the injury for this motherfucker today. Sips. But Ashley, what do you, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, uh, hold on, give me a second to compose myself. <laughs> He's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, so, um, and I said this on Facebook as a person <laughs> who has a degree in women's studies, um, a person who has done work in women's health, and also as a woman who has worked for Planned Parenthood. Clifford can kiss the narrowest crack of my black ass behind with that fucking bullshit he spewed. And to every man and woman who agrees and says, well, you know, you gotta do X, Y, Z, fuck all y'all. There are some people that deserve to not have children because y'all bring these innocent children into this world with your fucked up ideologies and your antiquated ways of thinking and you're downright emotionally and verbally and sometimes even physically 
manipulative and abusive practices and you sit there and you and the thing about it is if you did it in private we would not know that you were such trash human beings but the cherry on top of the shit cupcake is that you fix your ugly ass (laughs) tell us about it like and that has been the whole point we we have already established that a lot of trash parenting techniques have probably flown under the radar for generations but y'all are oh oh god just what about body autonomy you putting your daughter's business all the way out there you have stolen your daughter's autonomy now your daughter already had niggas in her um and on her comment section who would talk to her crazy because they feel like oh she doesn't look like she's 18 18 you have now invited niggas to tell say okay well we heard that your hymen is still intact let us know you're ready ready to get it dismantled all right so you have not only because i'm sorry I worked in healthcare for a while and I just really feel like there's some type of HIPAA violation here. I can't prove it because, you know, I didn't pay attention and orientation all that time. But, you know, I feel like there's something that violates HIPAA here. He said she, well, allegedly signed a form that would allow him to see her medical record. I don't know. Sounds like a lie. Here's the problem. Um... (laughs) Like, if she signed that, was she manipulated into right. signing? Right, was she coerced or tricked yeah. blackmailed by her own <laughs> fucked up father? Either way, the situation, like, I could I could not imagine how many years in silence she has enjoyed her birthday and then woken up the next day to be told, be ready for your OBGY appointment, your dad is taking you. To make sure. And I have. Where are the mothers? Where are the women? Where are they? It's a situation of. It's awkward. I just. Yeah. I am. I'm not pleased. I'm disgusted. And more importantly. I wish. I just wish you would have left us out of this Clifford. We didn't deserve to be a part of this. I wish his mother would have swallowed and we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Well, there's that. And can we talk about Hyman's? Like, <laughs> it's <laughs> literally virginity is a made a... up social construct. I feel like Hyman's are a made up social construct. A Hyman is literally thinner <laughs> than the patients I have with this fucking shit like it is a thin layer of i don't even want to call it skin it's just a thin layer and there are so many ways for your hymen to be displaced or broken to the fact that and that's the i think that's the part that like really bothers me he had the unmitigated god come out his mouth and say she ain't been riding no horses and she ain't been doing no sports neither was I but I didn't have that experience when I lost my virginity so I just I, I just see I fucking idiot expeditiously get the fuck out of here what a double crossing mud muncher like what ugh. a waste of semen he was just 
Leave us alone. And leave Stop telling us shit alone. that we did not ask for. Like, I can't believe you right. outed your daughter like that. You are a piece of shit. Like, ugh. Meanwhile, your sons are fucking any and everything. I'm surprised they don't have no kids yet. But you know what? I I'm really gonna leave the kids alone. I'm gonna leave the kids alone for now. And I think the other part that bothers me the most is had this been like ago been the last child to endure this but now we have and as it stands I don't feel like Tiny bless her heart is in a place to be like nah Tip you can't do that no I think she'll probably go along with it and I think that's the part that breaks that's the part that breaks my heart the most moving on next case I wanted to talk to you about the young and the restless times of Summer Walker's career. <sighs> I follow her music, but I don't okay. follow all the other riffraff that be going on social media surrounding her, but I see that you do. Um, g- give the Lord a hand clap of praise that you don't, because <laughs> it's one of those situations where I wish I did not know. I, I I honestly wish that I had never gotten into PR because PR changed the way that I consume right. and receive right. information. I cannot consume information in halves. I have to have all full, sides of the story. Like I, and I I got to do research. God damn it. Screw you, J School. Screw you. So what's going on with Summer Walker? Her album came out. Not all the album over Summer it. Summer well. talked too much. Yes. I'm I'm over it. She's over it. We're all over it. Summer talked too goddamn much. And um <laughs> matter of fact, uh, Summer Summer feels that she owes explanations. And I feel like she don't owe she doesn't owe anyone explanations but the problem is when she does give out these explanations it's an equivalent of like shooting herself in the foot and of course in a world where everyone's you know awareness of mental health is heightened there's part um how can i say this there's part like due diligence that is being served about her having social anxiety but also there's a little bit of enabling on behalf of her fans and I feel like it's kind of fucked up that we're in an age now where people don't understand half of the battle with mental health is mental health is acknowledging it but the other half is being responsible in how you approach it and understanding that just because you are suffering from a mental illness, you are not immune and devoid of being a good human being. Like you, you, you it's no excuse to be shitty to people. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. There so be a lot of um, Kristen Stewart, the girl from Twilight, and how she would oh, complain about being yeah. famous. I'm like, bitch, you are white and getting movie <laughs> roles and fucking other people's husband in public. What are you complaining about? Oh, Kiki, no more cold brew. Okay, I'm sorry, cold brew. Um, we need we need to name this episode "Cold Brew," "Cold, <laughs> cold World," "Cold Brew." Like my God, I just whew. It's like on the one part because I don't follow her career outside of music. I feel I feel pity for her in a certain way. 
Yeah. Um, but then on the other, I'm like, have you not collected enough checks? Like, you really could leave if you wanted to. Like, nobody's forcing you. Yeah, like, you. sis, you don't have to, to be do here. this. Um, so, a cat bath and, um, spit t- tattoo makeup. Oh, God, aside. I forgot that shit. Ugh. <laughs> uh, hi- hygiene aside, um, this whole, like, and like I said, I call it the Black Daria vibes. Because, you know, um, according to the the people on Twitter, we're in the age of, like, emo R&B. So, you know, everyone's like, no. Cause, and someone said, this is what happens when your singers don't start off in the church. And I was like, ha, you're trolling. But then I thought about it, and I was like, well, I'll be dipped and covered in shit. Um, but the I think part of... I feel like this new age R&B girl aesthetic is like, uh, I'm so different. I'm so different. Oh my god. Look I'm not at like me. other black girls. I like anime and I grew up watching Powerpuff Girls. Like, oh my god. Like, I'm not like you other niggers. <sighs> but it wasn't like <laughs> <laughs> I have anxiety and XYZ bother. Don't put yourself in situations where people can like use that against you and then be like, but it's money. So the whole issue is the well, at least the most recent issue I've seen, aside from the fact that she has chosen to make an idiot out of herself for a boyfriend who can't keep his dick in his pants. Um the issue at hand is that there was a fan who, first of all, y'all, I thought we established y'all got to stop meeting y'all heroes and idols in real life. I mean, I don't understand why you would say that you idolize Summer Walker, but whatever. Not my circus, not my monkey. So, homegirl went to the meet and greet and she was like, Summer had rules where, you know, leave enough room for Jesus. Uh, don't expect me to smile in these pictures. No flash photography. Sis Boomba, blah, blah, blah. My question is, why the hell is Summer Walker's team booking her for services that require a heavy social, social yeah, heavy social interaction battery? And Homegirl has made it very clear she don't got that shit. Like... Like why? Why are we still? Why are we still booking her for performances and intimate spaces where, like, she people face? I'm here. Yeah, I just like I said, it's a situation of if I didn't know as much as I, know, I would probably. But because of what I know, has but what actions have been shown I'm kind of just like sis collect your last little check and be up out of here because I'm tired of logging on to Twitter every few days and seeing that she's a new topic of a new Twitter debate and it's like for someone who don't want so much attention why are you repeatedly doing shit that garners attention my only guess would be that there's all these events were planned um, in advance of her album coming out and she's just fulfilling contractual obligations I, um, I, need, I need this to be a lesson to everyone <laughs> bullshit and you know 
You need to be put your big girl panties on, put your big girl bra on one titty at a time, and stand up in your stilo and say, nah, I ain't going for that shit. Because you sit here and you alter yourself to fit someone else's aesthetic, and then six months later, once you realize it's not all glitz and glamour, you ready to call shit quits, and you ready to go on the down the hill, and you know what? That's fine. However, how you choose to move forward, madam, keep, keep, keep. Hashtag over it. Okay. Um, Honestly. Let's talk about... Let's really quickly hit on the Popeye sandwich. It's back. Go get it. Please don't stab anybody over it. Bruh. 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 Um, let black people enjoy things. The traffic I, is And all the videos I've seen about people fighting at Popeye's, they've been with white people. So yeah. Please stop pushing the narrative that only black people fight in public spaces and that they only fight at Popeye's. Um, next on the list... I have one more thing to say about Popeyes. Go ahead. Um, so I was talking with Lamp about this, and I told him I was like, the reason why I'm worried about this Popeye sandwiches, um, uh, and it's not because of like anything like the reasons you stated. It's because unlike Chick Fil A, and it's like for all the bullshit that Chick Fil A has going on with all of the LGBT stuff that they are against. One thing that they pride themselves, like the thing they're known for is customer service. And so anytime they roll out a new product or, you know, a new recipe, they are, but matter of fact, even if it's the old shit, it, Chick-fil-A has always been prepared for high traffic, high volume situations. And they're not only prepared to, you know, how they streamline and prepare their food, they're prepared on the customer service front. Popeye's employees, I, 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 I'm not a betting woman, but I would bet my last plate of bacon that Popeye's employees do not go through rigorous customer service training, and they do not go through training that like says, "Hey, we're gonna have five busloads of screaming ass high schoolers who all want them godforsaken chicken sandwiches." Can you be prepared to a create them all in like five minutes or less and b can you say with a smile hello there um the sandwich is um just we got um in the oil blah blah so i think that popeyes with this and um the sensationalism that has come the training of the employees should have changed but also i feel like the employees deserve um either raises or you know stipends or something to kind of like just ease the stress of this because all that money they received from that successful marketing right y'all should have invested that into like customer service training right because i just i and i said this i was like you know i never want to be that person but i don't care about lines and stuff i care about people being respectful to these employees because before at Popeye's, like, the biggest um scandal you heard at Popeye's was, oh, you gotta wait 20 minutes for a 12-piece um spicy mix, or hey, <laughs> these niggas giving out these choke throat biscuits and no drink, you got to buy drinks at Dry-ass biscuits. That is the biggest scandal you probably ever heard from a Popeye's before this sandwich. So it's just like, I, I just don't feel that 
I feel that they're being money hungry and right. the work, like the background work or the foundation work that is needed to make sure that this is like long-term success, it's not there. So until they a do better by their employees, I worry that it's just gonna get worse. And for God's sake, they need to get they need to get some um parking lot patrol people because where Popeye's <laughs> at is at in Alpharetta, it's like right up the street from the exit. So there are people who are literally getting off the exit to go to Popeye's, and the traffic is backed up. A nigga just be trying to go back to work on her lunch break, bruh. Like, my God in heaven. That's we all can I see care about. Fresh. <laughs> uh, Bye, that chicken for Popeyes. Yeah, what Ashley said. And when you guys go in there, I don't know if it's for me because I have a food and service background or a retail background. Right. I've I, Even if my order is wrong, I'm still completely nice. I've never gotten out of sorts with people in right. work in the food. Like, y'all don't understand what kind of they are on their feet for eight hours plus, not really uh-huh. sitting down, walking on hard concrete, not carpet, like for seven twenty-five a fucking for hour. one cent on the dollar. Like I just treat them with respect. Yeah, like also everyone is not on a walk with Christ, or everyone has oh, not evolved for- to a certain part in their spiritual journey. So unless you want your food coming out with a special razzle dazzle sprinkle sprinkle saw. twinkle twinkle um be be kind mistakes I do that was i thought it was always stupid to be mean to the people who have a hand in preparing right like mistakes do happen and i've always been one of those people where um i used to always kind of like fear like sending food back to a oh. restaurant but it's it's all in how you talk about it um, say oh hello you know not to be I don't want to cause and I always preface it by saying I do not want to cause any inconvenience and if it's a situation um, where it would cause inconvenience I prefer if we just take it off the check but especially with me having food allergies there's a lot of times when I go to a restaurant and I don't want to be that person who has to do substitutions so I just say hey, keep in mind, I have a food allergy to mushrooms. Can I please get this recipe made without the mushrooms? And the food comes back with the fucking fungus shrooms on it. I simply say, oh, hello, as I mentioned before, don't want to cause any trouble, but I am allergic to these. Is there any way I could get an order? It does not matter how long it takes. I'm prepared to wait. There's no need to give me any special treatment. I just wanted to know. There is a way to say things when your order is messed up. Do not act like you got ain't got no goddamn sense. I've received orders messed up and not said anything in restaurants. Right, like I I have literally ate like with tears in my eyes because it was not what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, that little boy eating that burger and I'm um, crying. Yes, yeah, like, double. <laughs> <laughs> like I have been that person. However, I realized that as you get older. Mistakes do happen, and it's okay to acknowledge it. Just don't it. There, there. It's just it's not how you say it, or it's not what you say. It's how you say it. Correct. And that's all. That that's all I got. Alrighty, so Instagram is gonna experiment with removing likes. Oh yeah, child. Everyone I'm excited for the arms. free because everybody is very upset. Yeah, child. Um, to freedom. Do you think it's gonna last, or you think they're gonna put them fucking likes back? They'll probably put it back just because, like I said, long-term purposes, 
the reason why they say they're doing it, apparently there's already a group of people who are like, no, they're doing it to cut down X, Y, Z. But in the end, that the cuts down on their revenue. Ads clickage. Yeah. I just want y'all to realize that every social media that we interact on is a business. Yeah, it's all business. These little, these little white boys in Silicon Valley, they want their money on time. They, they got owe to pay their, their daddy back that loan. <laughs> they got to pay that rent. They got to pay that rent at the first of the month, just like <laughs> you and I. They have to pay their father back on that loan that they invested into their company. Okay, these daddies right. need their money. Right, like and these their phone numbers. These checks don't write themselves. At the end of the day, it is all a business. Speaking of things being a business, Moneybag Yo wants us to know that his relationship with Meg the Stallion was all business. He's been with his baby mama for 10 plus years. Mm. It was all for publicity, people. Who chow? Who chow? Any comments on Moneybag Ho? I mean, Moneybag Yo? Um... Uh, well, well uh, not common knowledge, but it had been kind of already put <laughs> out there that this was like a publicity thing, and um, also it was kind not kind of, but it was acknowledged that the reason, part of the reason why Meg the Stallion and her um management Carl Crawford, like a part of the reason why they fell out, is Meg did not feel that this was necessary. And she felt like, you know, it's a little bit You need to put her with a cute nigga. That's what I'm saying. Also that. But um, it was kind of just like, you know, Meg was like, I feel like it's kind of fucked up that you're saying that for my publicity. Because the way it starts so started off was it wasn't even to give it, it wasn't just like a, oh, this is for money back. It was supposed to be for both of them. And I was like, as if Megan needed a nigga who looked like a cartoon from wasn't that cartoon called Chowder? What? Are you talking about the little white ghost? Yes. Oh my, I'm done. Podcast cool. is done, guys. Like, I, I know you ain't talking cold brew killer. <laughs> that was mild compared to what you, the rant you went <laughs> off on earlier. But either way, to sit, to sit here and say that Megan needed this publicity as much as he needed it, that was a lie, a fairy tale, and a fallacy. So fuck that nigga for that. But, you know, it's just like, sir, you sit here trying to play like Meg did you dirty. I, 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 wow. Ooh. I Ugly niggas can't be trusted. I always see women say all the time on social media. Ugly nigga an inch. Like, like ugly niggas and fat niggas. You cannot give them an inch because they will take a Texas mile. I fully support Megan and Daniel Kalua. (laughs) <laughs> I would like to see the video. I just want to see a video of y'all. Maybe let me run the room on it. Speaking of publicity relationships, YG and Kehlani. Oh, y'all. That was over before it even started. Ooh, last time did I check. Um, <laughs> y'all will never catch me talking shit about YG because I truly believe he is um the marathon continues so 
and he would continue to come after me. So we have already established (laughs) that nigga wears every outfit with church shoes. He is not to be fucked with. Okay, not to be fucked with. Uh, YG, I wish you the best. Kenlong girl, you should have known better. But I really did feel like that. Felicity, anyway, I just hate that he had to publicly embarrass her. Right. She probably has some pussy in her bed anyway. So, okay. you know, it's fine. Uh, Tiana Taylor uh, is probably also, right there with her anyway. So, I mean. Also, I want, I just want to say, Kaylani did what had to be fucking done on nights like this. It's like, girl, whew, that is a ma'am, playlist. I, I just, oh, I, I'm just, I just came to put on my robe and tell the story of how I made it over when I heard that damn song. Okay, I'm good. Sorry. Whew. Yes, that's on my um. I have a Bay playlist on Spotify, and that's that's up there. Child. And the thing about this, I did not realize in that song she was thinking about a girl, and I was like, "Ma'am, yes, this was lyrics." Is. This is why I tell people, y'all think this is why, especially women, y'all think, "Oh, I'm just gonna get me a lesbian." They will turn you out and have you singing songs about them too, honey. She said he be chilling. That her lesbian be chilling with him. Anyway, you act like you need my mind. Play that shit back, Koi. Fuck that shit up. <laughs> DJ Holiday, play that shit the motherfuck back, nigga. Um, more celebrity breaks up, breakup. Solange is divorcing her husband. Child, which is fine because I he always gave me weird vibes. I don't know. He's too uh, quiet. He's apparently, and that's that's uh, they've been divorced since May. Apparently, that's what's up. Yeah, that's like I was like, oh, I see Solange inherited her own older sister's Ooh. um prevalence for privacy, honey. Be careful what you're about to say. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Just, again, one of those people you don't need to be married since you are so motherfucking dope by your own. She really is. Like there are some people who I just feel like their spirit can't it, they can't be tied down to one person well, no self partnered and there's nothing wrong with that there's no shade it's no shade it's just the facts the finest nigga you were ever with was your first husband she was married now oh yeah, yeah she did married. oh yeah oh yeah i forgot cuz matthew made her marry him because you know yeah. christian values quote unquote um that nigga oh that nigga still fine too he's still Ooh. fine she had that baby when she was 16. Allegedly. I thought she was always 18. I thought, no, I thought she was like 16 or 17 when she had that baby. I feel like it was 17. Anyway. Oh, Allegedly. Math, don't sue us. Math. In an elevator, please. You you know what? <laughs> Carisha, please. Carisha, please. Um, Niecy Nash is also divorcing her husband. I guess she stopped sucking his dick every day. Whew. I love you, Nisi. Maybe now she can get with the guy who plays Roller, because I, I I would also like to see that tape. Oh my god! <laughs> I'd like to see it. Oof, the waistline. Oh, another person. You need to be single. You're so motherfucking fine. You don't need to be married. I I, I really feel like if I ever get the money, I am going to my plastic surgeon and I'm handing <laughs> him a picture of Nisi fucking Nash. I'm like, just do it. Uh, while we were gone, uh, Onika Mirage got married, and <sighs> Williams had a couple things to say about that. And then Onika <sighs> brought back Queef Radio to drag Wendy. And um, this is like Biggie and Tupac at this point. 
<sighs> I'm just waiting for Charlemagne and his bleached face to pop up and hold a town summit. Um, <laughs> do you have any words for the the newly married couple, Mr. and Mrs. Petty? All I'm saying is you gotta be on a special strain of weed to try and have kids with a nigga who ain't gonna be able to be in the room with them. <laughs> Can't take them little niggas to the park. Can't take them to the playground. No Jimboree, a little gym. No Chuck E. Cheese. No Lucky park. Joe's. No trampoline park. No Frankie's Fun Park. No Andretti's. Just, whew. I wish her the best, and I hope she gets this baby that she's been wanting. No PTA meetings. Maybe drinking a few pointers. (laughs) On how to raise a non-existent baby. Who's she laying? Adidas! Um, So the baby is having another baby with his baby mama slash wife. I like her. She, she, I fuck with that her energy. She has spunk. I like it. Also, I think it's cool that she's a barber. Like that's a very cool. Like it's a dom. It's a as she said, it's a male dominated um career field. So I think it is very cool that she is trying to go and like put her stamp on it and be you know bring that feminine energy. I fuck with her. That's not. I fuck that's with my her. baby. I feel like she could beat my ass too. Oh, yeah. So that's another reason I think why, that's why I, I like her because she could probably knock my teeth out. And yeah, I'm I afraid with of that her. energy. Yeah, I'm afraid of her, so I'm automatically in love with her. Like, you know what I mean? Missing teeth. Kanye finally released Jesus' is a few weeks ago. Um, did you look at I'm so album? sick of this. I'm so sick of you. Like. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is on. Um, oh my god! <laughs> did you listen to the Gospel Kids Bop album? No. I'm not gonna say anything mean because I said I was gonna stop saying mean things. No. No. I no. heard a few tracks. Um, Kanye will always be a musical genius when it comes to beats. So let me say that. I've always felt that Kanye's beats are way ahead of our time. On the other hand, Kanye, these two-minute songs about nothing, I don't know what the fuck he was saying. I don't I don't even know. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Ooh. I just... Even, and you even put the clips on there, and I was like, okay, maybe I'll give Wash Day Braids a chance. And it was still a no oh. Like, it has to be a point where you have to acknowledge that your music is just pure shit now. <laughs> and that's what it is. I didn't. I only listened to three tracks, and I was like, "Enough of this bullshit." And then I cranked up my Kirk Franklin, and then um, that was it. Ooh, so, yeah. I'm glad he finally scrounged up enough money on Cash App to release this album. Uh huh. And I hope Kim is getting her ducats in order. It sounds like you know, well, impeachment is coming, divorce is coming. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> Can't, the devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder. When I tell you this campaign and the way, and like I said, this is the PR mind at work, these intricately placed stories of, oh, Kanye's found religion, so you know his children can't watch TV, North his can't children wear can't wear XYZ, Kim now has to be 
has to subscribe to this first lady aesthetic. How she dresses even, affects him. Even though, even though, like boutique Christianity is all the rage, which I find interesting. Also, that boutique Christianity are like the number one consumers. So, like Pinky Promise and them sprinkle of Jesus hoes. Like, I'm sorry, the sprinkle it's, of Jesus. Um, sprinkle of Jesus individuals um, they're like the number one consumers of Kanye's new music and it's like oh you know Christianity is different and you know it's so different blah 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 okay yep. I just find it's it interesting Psalms 26 get the fuck out of here like oh <laughs> like I do not care that you have your pumpkin spice latte and your Proverbs 31 woman I don't care well that was that one last topic one more time, gonna celebrate. Oh, yeah, all right, <laughs> gonna celebrate. Oh, one five, more five, time, five, we're gonna see. Y'all know nothing about that. Hey, sorry, those are BH1 babies. Hey, um, <laughs> Woody Hutton's former mistress slash best friend has came out of her cave to let us know what we already knew years ago that her she... bumping uglies. Right, which I, Who I think the, the fuck part asked that you, Robin Crawford. The part that bothers me about this is that when Whitney died, Robin swore up and down that she would never do exactly what she's doing, and I just feel like it. There's a there's a VIP section in hell for her, Pat Houston, and everyone else who was involved in Nippy's demise. There's a VIP section in hell. With gasoline velvet ropes. Nobody's gonna buy your book, bitch. Fuck out of here. I will. Your life. If you say some I shit about life. I'm. I'm still. <laughs> I'm still here. here. When it's all said and done, it is very unfortunate that she had to hide who she really was. To engage oh, in a crack infused relationship with Bobby Brown. Crack fried chicken. Which they still could be talking because you know Bobby Brown still says that he fucks ghosts. So um you, you know what? Whitney, I'm so I'm so sorry you like this. <sighs> Let her rest in peace, damn it. If it wasn't really like, Brandy is always somebody bring her up. I just I I want I want them to leave Nippy. <laughs> has, has been gone from this earth for so long. But more importantly, like, just why the fuck is you here? Like, why are you here? Why are you here? <laughs> what was that reason? What was that reason? I always feel like people who do shit like that are primed for a good ass beating. Child, like I said, VIP sections in hell. Like, like you are going to you you are going to regret these seeds that you sow. Ooh, child. On that note, let's take a quick little break. Yeah, I think we've dragged enough. Yeah. Uh, you you put on in the words of the good folks on at um ratchet and Re- not ratchet and respectful. Oh my god. What is the name of Dante's podcast? I figured out. But you put on your dragon pantaloons. <laughs> you put on your dragon pantaloons, hunty. Also, fuck April Jones.
Oh, hold on. Hello? We're black. Yeah. Come on, Tasha Cop. Huh? Oh. So, um. Either four parts. Let's talk about TV and movies. Um, Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield, who still looks like he needs to take a bath. Oh, gosh. Now, Valentine's Day 2020 called The Photograph. They do. It was lovely. It looks The trailer very, was. It looks very well moisturized, you know. I love good cameos. Everything looks good. I, I, I really do, you know. I will go see it. I'll probably go drag Jamar to go see it. It looks like it has really good sex scenes, so I'm here for that. Oh, my God. I'm tired of these dry-ass romances, and they just... Guy penetrates her once, and they're in love. Like, show me the sex, damn it. You tawdry slut. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks... Um, was that crazy, or is the guy who plays Daniel, is he in the movie as well, yeah. or is that somebody else? Yeah, okay. he plays the um, mom's boyfriend, so yeah. Okay. I didn't know if that was him or um, my baby from Moonlight. Yep, that's Elon. <sighs> beautiful. What a beautiful chocolate man. Choo choo. Come on. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> oh gosh, don't. Um <laughs> Fresh Off the Boat was officially canceled after six seasons. I did not know that. Yes, they ABC canceled it on Friday, so Constance Wu bitch. I know you have I'm girl. Say, that have forgotten to be over the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody on Twitter dragged her. And then I was like, okay, y'all leave her alone. But then I was like, you know what? Everybody else gets dragged. You can get dragged too. Madam is probably, was probably doing the Cupid shuffle in her trailer. Girl, she probably. Call up J-Lo, girl. It's a party. Hey. Um, I did want to touch on the real housewives of the paperback test and how Ooh, Monique Sanders was charged with second degree assault. Girl, you slip your grip hole. You slip your grip hole. I saw that. Were you watching Cartel Crew? Yes. <laughs> we need to you slip your grip hole. <laughs> you slip. I done got lamp hooked on um Cartel Crew. <laughs> Cartel Crew is like Young and the Restless meets it, Telemundo. It, it is the trash. I did not realize I needed. I it realized is so good. <laughs> I love it because they're so animated when they talk. So it's like, you you went to my baby father's job. Job, job. <laughs> they you are such. You slip your grip hole. You slip your grip hole. I'm from Philly. We don't do that shit. Uh, also, Cat is fine as fuck. Okay, anyway, sorry. Tattoo baby. Yes, like, oh, I, I would, oh, yeah. Anyway. You see that Betty Idol ditz? <laughs> we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk. Keep going, keep going, keep going. We'll talk, we'll talk. But um, Monique Samuels <laughs> has been charged with second degree assault after allegedly dragging the fuck out of um, Candius. Candius, literally. Slammed literally. into a table and said, let's go. I, I'm here for that energy. You talk shit, you get hit. Like, well, you I'm talking somebody to drag oh, you, and well, then they well, drag stop, you. Stop, stop, stop. Y- y'all know I have to be careful about what I say. 
Oh, man, fuck her and fuck her mama. Ooh, 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 ooh. You know, Jans Brown don't play. All right. Her mama done beat her ass on camera more times than Monique has, so oh. I don't understand. Her face hit my pocketbook. Girl, not that nine ninety nine Ross pocketbook that you had in your hand. But anyway, that was that was a Christian Siriano from Payless. Thank you very much. By Payless, my mistake. <laughs> um, do you have opinions on the Monique drama? Yeah. So, like, for the first two seasons, Monique was on that show. I don't know why, but like, I couldn't. Well, matter of fact, I do know why. I felt like I couldn't really connect with her because she was very, oh, woe is me. I'm so rich. I'm so rich, but also I have these regular problems that moms have. But the past, like over the past season, I really came to enjoy her. And I I think I realized, like, you know, when push came to show, she was like, yeah, I got this money. But also I am from East Orange, New Jersey and or Newark or wherever in New Jersey she's from. And, you know, I was like, you know, that's fine. I, I, could, I could get with a little hometown skillet. Plus, I feel like after a certain point bravo dragging out this beef with the green-eyed bandits to anybody who they don't dislike i was just like i'm kind of over it so i've grown to like monique um i think candace's um shenanigans are very immature and outdated and i felt when they had the reunion i had hoped that that little impasse they came to would be permanent but when I saw Monique said that shit was short lived, I was like, well, okay. But also, I feel like it was a repeat of season, what was that, season seven or was that season eight of um, Real Housewives of Atlanta, where Kenya kept provoking and poking and poking and poking and poking at Portia. And finally, Homegirl. I think it was like, earlier yeah. than that, girl. Was it seasons? Cause, okay, Portia. I want to say five or six. Five. Yeah, so it was probably season um six where this happened. But yeah, like it's just um I I just felt like based on what has been revealed, you you only go there are certain and I gotta check Monique's um I have to check Monique's zodiac because I feel like, you know, based on her zodiac, she might she might be a fire sign. Because fire signs are, <laughs> we're aggressive, but also we're like, we're going to give you a lot of space. And once you cross a certain line, not only- Once you flip your grip hole. Yeah. Once you're dead, you are dead. And um, fire signs <laughs> don't know how to stop because we feel like until we say it's over, it's not over. So if that means we got to repeatedly punch, drag, talk shit, ruin your life until we get ready to be over with, That then that's how it's just going to be. So I feel like Candace probably kept provoking that girl and poking and poking and poking. And so finally, homegirl just snapped and was like, oh, you, you, you want this? Okay, sis, come get it. I'll put money on your bail, sis. Just kidding. Your husband's a rich. Fuck out of here. You'll be fine. Monique is actually a Libra. Oh, that is that explains a lot, actually, because the air sign. Yeah. So that is so okay. Oh, okay. So with Libra's balance, it's either you go get a real turned up or you go get. (laughs) (laughs) So I think homegirl was turned down for a while. She was like, "Okay, we finna turn this shit up." 
Let's turn up the volume. Um, I hope I hope they're able to show us what actually you know, Bravo don't give a fuck. They're not on this fake peaceful shit like VH1. Yeah, I they will show us the shit. Yeah, also, because remember, we, we, we got to see that full dragon of um Kenya. That shit was... Oh, yeah. Bra- said, y'all want to see why Portia got suspended? We going to show you. Bravo is king of rolling that beautiful beef. <laughs> Keep that same energy. That is, that is, they, if they don't know how to do nothing else on Bravo TV, they know how to show video receipts. Um, I do think it's fucked up that they're talking about firing her, and it's almost as if Candace is walking away from this scot free. I think that's really messed up, but also I think it's indicative of a bigger problem that the producers at Bravo have. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I also think it's fucked up that Candace decided a month afterwards that she was gonna go ahead and press charges. Like, that woman got three kids. But like you said, she's she's rich. She'll be fine. Yeah, she'll. I'm hoping she don't do no jail time because I feel like once again, Bravo keeps receiving. And if it comes to that, I want her to sue Bravo and I want her to sue the production company. Oh yeah, true. Because you know the producers be behind the scenes cooking that shit up and stealing uh-huh. like fuck. Yeah, so truly original yeah. fit to be truly Monique. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. So I just feel like. This idea of Candace being so innocent. If Bravo really want to be, if Bravo really want to play with the big dogs, they could be like, bruh, she's been trying this shit for the past three seasons. The time has come. The time has come for her to finally get her ass beat. The time has come to raise the roof and have some fun. Hey. So let's talk about the last topic we will have in this section, which was the premiere of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Atlanta. What is it, season 12? Uh, season, yeah, season, well, is it 11 or 12? I think it's 12, yeah. I feel like it's season 12. We'll go with that. Bro. Um, <laughs> you watched it live. What, what were your thoughts? It was depressing. Like, I was, I was like, yo, if I want to watch this depressing shit, I turn on 60 minutes. What the fuck is this? Let's go through the depressing moments. The show opened up with Portia at home with Pilar Jenna. It started and, with um, What'd you say? It started with Kenya. Oh, it, oh, I'm sorry. She was so boring in that first segment. I forgot. <laughs> Dude, um, Kenya is in bed with a full face of makeup. I still love her, and I'm still glad she's back, but that shit was boring. <laughs> Kenya's still making up this story about her and Mark and how he's away in New York on business. Which, <sighs> um, I feel like if you love this nigga so much, why didn't you just... And if you were so hell-bent on y'all being in the same house, why didn't you just move to New York with him? Why are you making us believe that you actually live in Atlanta full-time? We know you don't. Well, there's that. Um, well, anyway, she woke up in a bed with a full face of makeup and baby Brooklyn, who was motherfucking adorable. A cutie for cutie pie. Baby Brooklyn is going to be my favorite character this season. Just her facial expressions alone. Yeah. When they tried to call Mark and that thing said all circuits are busy, <laughs> the way she looked at Kenya, I screamed. Brooklyn said, oh, I'm sorry. What is this? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I'm ready to get the fuck 
ASAP. <laughs> ASAP. So Kenya is in her ditch. I mean, her house with um. Oh my god. Twirl and whatever the other dog's name. Aka the two dogs that the abuser bought her, but I'll chill on that. <laughs> oh, Matt did buy her those dogs, didn't he? Yep. Oh, fucking. Oh god, weirdo ass nigga. He is a whole nut. Wow. Nutty, nuttier than a bag of trail mix. Okay. In the words of J.R. Ewing on the last season of Dallas, nuttier than a shit house rat. What? J.R. <laughs> <laughs> Ewing said it on the last season of Dallas. Rest in peace to him. He was everything. Oh, um. So then we go to Pilar Jenna and her mama and yeah. Tina Knowles. PJ always looks like if y'all gonna get this camera out of my fucking what face. What the fuck are y'all doing in my house? I like it's pro- raining, it's quiet. Why are y'all here? She legit looks like I am I will I am prepared to pull a Naomi Campbell and crack your face at any moment in time. Like she constantly looks like, please get the fuck away from me. And I'm not saying that as a person who feels like well, yeah, like my personal feelings about having cameras in your child's face aside, she genuinely looks like I am not here for your shit today. Please, I am not amused. Where, where is the breast milk? I pre- chilled, preferably, but if you must warm it up, please add a soft boil. It must make Portia really sick to know that she gave birth to a baby that looks one hundred percent like the hot dog king. It's weird because I saw Portia's baby picture and Portia looks the, the baby look. It's weird because it's like the baby looks like Dennis but also the baby looks exactly like Portia but may, maybe we can't tell because Portia has a different face. And that's no shade. That's Much like face. Kylie Jenner, we not gonna know what Stormy could look like. Bruh. Um, Bruh. Not, not today. Oh, the show opens with... Kenya. <laughs> Portia letting us know that Dennis was unfaithful to her while she was carrying their child. And um, she's just been staying at home in the house with the baby. Her, <laughs> Tina Knowles, and the baby just chilling there. Depression. Like, I just. It was. Because, like I said, you take. Women taking niggas back after they cheat. I'm not surprised. I, because you know, that's just a dime a dozen, and I'm in no place to tell you what to do. My thing is, <laughs> the I, I was really sad that her first instinct, even after all that he had done, was to protect him and say, Well, you know, I don't want to ruin your image of him. Like what she told her mom, her sister, I don't want y'all to ruin y'all image of him, so I'm not gonna tell y'all what he did. I'm just gonna let y'all know that we're not together. And it's like, on top of the fact that because you kicked them out of the house, you don't have help with your baby anymore. Um, which, even if he was out the house, why the fuck ain't he take care of that baby? Um, but yeah, like, you know, you taking care of this child mainly by yourself. Um, you're dealing with your hormones and what, in my opinion, looks like the makings of postpartum depression. So on top of having to do all of that, you maintain a lie for this nigga who cheated on you while you had a baby inside of you. Ma'am, burn it all down. Burn if it. we're being honest, he was cheating on you prior to that, but... Anywho. I really feel I, on the one hand, I feel bad for Portia, but then on the other hand, I don't, because I feel like this... I feel like 
percent of this is manufactured. Yeah, I also and then twenty percent. I feel like she wants to put him on Front Street. Yeah, I can't get too invested because we already know they got back together. Right, so they're back like, together. So it's like, yeah. So it's like, am I, can't... I supposed to feel sorry for you yet be worried about the possibility of postpartum depression or? Right, like I can't give you too much. So it's like, yeah, whatever. I, whatever. Um, I, I I hope she grows a brain. She should have married that nigga and then took half. Child, like Portia. Portia has been consistently not bright for the past twelve se- Well, the past seven seasons, and I just. <laughs> I want you to be a little bit more smarter, please. Please. Um, make it the hot dog queen, sis. Like, okay. I digress. Don't get mad. Get even. Take half. Ooh, first wives club. Okay, we're Don't. not going to name the person who said it because she ain't shit and neither is her bald-headed husband, Ooh. ex-husband. Don't get mad. Get everything. Get everything. Hey, you. Um, <laughs> Cynthia is being thirsty as fuck. Bro, it's actually... I've never had secondhand embarrassment the way I have secondhand embarrassment for Cynthia Bailey. Like, my God in heaven. It's actually quite scary. At first, I wanted to drag Cynthia, but then I realized she got married underneath a dinosaur while wearing a garbage bag and didn't exchange wedding bands. So, you know what? Shoot for the stars, sis. Shoot for the motherfucking I stars. I guess my window. I hate you. Um, we know they they end up getting engaged, so you know I I wish them the best. Simply the best. Um, Eva is still sticking to this notion that you know, um, her husband is just so busy and he wants her to pick out a house. And once she finds a home that she can afford, I mean, once she finds a home that suits her needs, <laughs> um, she and them three kids are going to be all right. <sighs> Jesus. Yeah, oh, that's her storyline this season. Speaking of which, the, the fact that her redacted, her, her redacted child's father <laughs> literally thought that he was going to get granted full custody of children that he publicly disowned. But on the way to the custody Disowned and threatened. But on the way to the custody hearing, got arrested. That, oh, child. I just... I thought he got arrested at the hearing. Yeah. Well, no. He, For I, fighting with a guard. Yeah, like, I thought it was on the, yeah, on the way, like, while he was in the courthouse, on the way yeah. to the hearing, on the fucking yeah. later. Fulton County is full of there's been a lot of shit going on here in Fulton County like several high profile quote unquote people have been arrested this week and it's just like goddamn, Atlanta what the hell Fulton County has been a mess house for years um Ooh, so let's talk about candy let's talk about candy candy and her surrogate something something uh, is carrying her third baby Shadina's babysitting Shadina that's her name yeah Shadina she's babysitting oh the baby Shadina is pregnant with her third child it's gonna be a girl yeah cause you know every man was a woman (laughs) 
<laughs> Dana's was pregnant and Candy doesn't really know how to feel about this because she's not carrying the baby. Oh, they got and, the baby come. And Ace thinks the baby's coming from the store and Todd wants to take Ace to the next ultrasound appointment and she don't know how to feel about that. Uh-huh. And um honestly at the end of the day, Candy. Now she <laughs> originally they did have two embryos. That shit made me sad. Once again, Bravo, I do not tune in <laughs> to be sad. I tune in for the fucking shenanigans and ratchetry. I should not. That's why I thought the episode was a little flat because I was like, yeah, I know you have to catch us up. You have to get the exposition out. But God damn, can we lighten up a little bit? I should not be on my second glass of wine and crying while I'm watching Real High Fives of Atlanta. But there I was, a puddle of my own tears. Because Candy had um the surrogate miscarried the um twin, I'm just ugh. yeah the other embryo did not finish fully develop so they have the one baby on the way yeah Candy is gonna be going through her emotions with being a first time um having a baby for the first time and not actually being the one carrying it so I guess that'll be her storyline this season um. And again, I feel for her. I don't think Candy is really good at communicating because it felt very awkward. Also, off season, was- after they finished rapping, apparently Todd's been seen, um, you know, hotel hopping without her. So you know, we already know that Todd be doing his solo adventures. Don't trust that nigga. Don't trust no nigga. No nigga. No. So I mean, they have an open marriage. I guess it's safe to say that, right? Okay, that is true. I forgot about that. Right. We know his dick has been all over Atlanta and Brooklyn. A lot to you, and then screw you, and get mad when he home. <laughs> How do you think this season is going to pan out after this first episode? Do you think the rest of the season is going to be boring, or I, I'm a little? I, I guess it's it's for me. It's too close to call, just because there's been this is the well not first, but this is the we're in a different age I guess because of how we have access to you know know what happens behind the scenes and mm-hmm. so I don't want to say oh it's probably gonna fall flat based off of what I've heard but the way it's being portrayed I'm not impressed like if if the fireworks that have been going on behind the scenes are really happening Bravo got has to come harder than this like I am not here to hear about these bitches and their nigga problems. I, I am here to see people fight. These grown-ass women with babies and no husbands. Like, we're past that. Like, I get it. Like, we, we get it. It's a, it's a Fantasia song. That's fine. No one is here to agree ah! on that. The thing is, there's gotta be something more. Like, I am not here to sit around and watch a bunch of almost middle-aged women cry about <laughs> their children by themselves. I I want to see. I went to brunch with this bitch and she did XYZ. So, you know, now I'm mad. That's what we I want dynasty, not good times. <laughs> you know what? That's exactly. I do not want good times. <laughs> I, want, I want scandalo. I want theater, which I will say, normally by this point in the season, Marital Medicine would have fallen flat. But them heifers are standing ten toes down. I still find that show completely boring. Girl. This season. 
Girl. I don't know. I'm just tired of Mariah and her. That too. I will. ABC daytime tears. Well, like, I'm just like. Also, I don't really acknowledge her anymore. Like, if, if it's anything that is older than two seasons, I don't acknowledge it. Right. Like, Heavenly and um, Toya, Heavenly and Mariah. Um, I will say the newer and the whole, like, Quad and Mariah, that be, I'm not acknowledging that. Um, that shit is so old. Dr. Contessa and her husband <sighs> is, it's starting to become actually very sad because I always say situations like this are awkward because when it started off, there was like a clear um person who I felt like was at fault. But now I truly do believe that both parties are to blame here. But in particular, there is now one party that is more to blame than the other. So seeing that is kind of fucked up a little bit. Um, I have something to say about that. Oh, do you want as it as it relates to Contessa? Contessa has never had her own storyline on this show. Like when she first came on the season, it was the issue with her nanny, and her nanny was providing ninety percent her storyline. Oh yeah. Um, last season, I don't even know what her storyline was last season. She had um the breast cancer. She had, she found she had the BRCA gene, so. And she was overworking and not spending time with her kids. Yeah. Wait, no. Um, she um she quit last season and then she went back to work. And then she had the beef with Toya and called her and Eugene refugees. And he was a big ass bitch. So I feel like what Contessa has never had her own. She's never stood on her own two feet. So I think that's why the drama with her and her husband is exaggerated. Yeah. But it's also exaggerated and it's boring as fuck. It's a, so, it's a little triggering to me, but I think that's because um, I spent so much time doing couples counseling in my master's program. So it's like, I can't stop cringing. It's like, oh my it's, god. It's contrived to me. It's so contrived. <laughs> Contessa contrived. <laughs> it's so contrived. Like, I just, yeah. yeah. She's not a big enough personality to stand out on her own, I feel like. I, I, not unless she's threatening to beat somebody's ass. I will give you that. I, I don't think she's got a bold enough personality to, you know, do all this extra grand Correct. and then caterwauling. But Correct. here we are. Um but yeah, contestants got that's kind of just like whoa. Um also the issue between newcomer Buffy and Dr. Jackie. Oh girl, I just I'm like I said, I had hoped that that was just editing. But Buffy had actually responded to my tweet. She was like, no, that happened in real time. And I'm just like, what the fuck wrong with you, Jackie? Like, and now apparently because of this, Simone and Jackie gotta be girl, 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 girl. Jackie, you're messy, and um, that's all I'm gonna say while being polite. Oof. Oof. Quad, please leave the show don't do my dog i'm kidding leah i feel like quad's time has come um i feel like there's a I, there's like a space where quad can still capitalize on reality tv and not be with them with um married to medicine but you know that that would actually take some you know maneuvering also this is true. also I'm glad that I listened to multiple 
podcasts that like do reality TV re- recaps because on one hand I listen to um watch what crappens and you know you got two gay white men who are like well you know sister circle can't beat all that popping because you know I've never heard the TV one and it's like no offense you're white and you're gay so I don't expect you to have heard of TV one <sighs> so it's like you got one hand they kind of paying her dust but then you have other podcasts like Ratchet Ramblings that are like no, she has kind of, you know, built a life outside of the show. And perhaps that is what she should focus on instead of dealing with marriage to medicine. So I always think the two perspectives are important. Watch what crappens will be here in Charleston in April. So oh, right, right, right in time for Southern Charm to come back. Let me know if you want to bounce it down to Charleston and we can go. Um, She's got money. Don't talk about that shit. Ooh. Those coke whores. <laughs> Cocaine. Pure cocaine. Pure cocaine. Straight out the jungle. Um, but the, as oh, are you watching Real Housewives of New Jersey? I have to go back and watch it, but I heard it's a little stale. I thought the first episode was spicy. I have to go back and watch. Well, yeah, I'll have to go watch because I haven't seen it yet. There was a there were tears. There were tears. Oh okay. Only for the kids. Fuck Joe. Drew Dice. That nigga skinny as hell too. His whole soul got sucked out of him. Um <laughs> Maybe I need to go to Club Med. I mean Club Fed, sorry. Fuck. Um what's Melissa Gorga, who has always gotten on my nerves. No! On display. I'm sick of her shit, bruh. You were on this show because of Teresa. Like, you can't have the same sob story. You can't play the victim for the past four seasons, bitch. Either get off the show or fall in line. Um, I love Jennifer. That's it. I just fuck with Jennifer and Teresa. Everybody else annoys me. What? I love Jennifer's messy ass. That is who sh- Contessa should be. If I ever saw Jennifer in the street, <laughs> I would have to either A. This is somebody who deserves a good ass beating, but she's good entertainment. I would have to either walk away or just square up because, uh-uh. Oh, God. She vexes my spirit. She. I love her energy. I love it. Oh, God. <laughs> my spirit is just like, instantly, no, ma'am. Nope, this is not where I need to be. I love it. Are there any other shows or movies that we should be watching? Have you seen anything good that you've been streaming? I, well, not so much movies, but I want to give a shout out to both Adrian Warren and Jasmine um, Sifa Jones. They are both black actresses who had opening shows on Broadway. Adrian Warren is starring in Tina Turner's musical Tina and Jasmine um, Cephas Jones is starring as the female lead in Cyrano. So all theater geeks unite. Big wheels keep on turning. And and, um, Oprah is, I feel like Oprah needs to teach a class in flexing. She was like, here I am on opening night of Tina watching it with Tina. And I'm just like, wow, shit on me. Speaking of Oprah, I know a lot of people are up in arms about Greenleaf. <gasps> I usually binge Greenleaf around Christmas time when it hits Netflix because I can't do the week to week shit because that shit will have my blood pressure up. 
was the season good or was it bad? I was I, I all I will say is <laughs> there the oh god I just oh you know what let's flames flames on the side of my flames face. on the side of my face I just ooh, <laughs> I I just that all right so um yeah, power man. had its mid season finale oh, and somebody shot ghost. Oh. AKA somebody shot JR. Have you been watching the nigga novella this season? I haven't been, but Lance has been keeping me abreast of the fuckery. And um yeah, y'all can keep that shit. I feel like it's getting very you know how shows get really shitty the last season? Yeah. That's how I feel. It's getting the Game of Thrones treatment, I've been told. Scandal. Oh yeah, scandal. It's it's literally turned into a nigger novella. Hard ER. It really is. Speaking of nigger novellas, let's go back to Cartel Crew real quick. Um, <laughs> you slip your grip, ho. Y'all, y'all, as a connoisseur of trash reality television, <laughs> I am here to die on the hill that Cartel We give crew, Cartel Crew our stamp of approval, okay? Two... two Thumbs the fuck down. Two middle fingers up. Oh yeah, two middle fingers up. Like Punta. Two middle <laughs> fingers up as if we're standing in the middle of a charity event for migrant children. Two middle fingers <sighs> up. Um, I I was explaining to Lamp because he was like, I don't understand what he didn't understand what the issue was about Stephanie's father, and I explained to him that in the mob and the cartel. Especially on these shows, like remember Mob Wives, you can call that person a bitch, you can call them a cunt, you can call them a slut, you can call them a everything but a child of God. But if you say anything reminiscent to snitch or rat, that is it. That is their N word. Like they do not play <laughs> about snitching and rat. Snitches get stitches. Snitches get stitches. Because he was like, I don't understand. What just happened? And I was like, well, Kat and Stephanie are kind of at war right now because Kat's baby daddy just got out of prison and they've had together. But Stephanie... He's going to be slanging that dick anytime now. And, yeah, and you know, Stephanie, she has unresolved daddy issues, so she don't really fuck with niggas like that. So she decided to roll up on Eddie at his job and tell him that he was a piece of shit, which technically she wasn't lying, but the principle was... She could have got him in trouble with his probation officer. So, yeah, you know, there was drama with that. So, Kat and Stephanie wasn't speaking. But they went to this little um, outing, and a girl who started a rumor that Stephanie's dad was a rat basically was there. And Kat was like, ma'am, I ain't forgot. We may be beefing, but I still have her back. So, I'm going to whoop your ass. Let's be very clear. We're not just friends. That is family. So even though I ain't fucking with the family right now, be very so I will fuck you up. The family thing. fucked my husband. Speaking of which, did you never mind? Um any I'm not, I'm not gonna <laughs> get distracted. But yeah, um who child? Uh yeah. Cartel crew is interessante. Interessante. Spicy. Um caliente. Chef's kiss. Mwah. And then Lois isn't paying his child support, but he's still fucking his baby mama. That sack of rice and beans. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> sir, you uh, also can we talk about? Like I said, the way these niggas talk is so colorful. 
Like <laughs> when they was talking about um the Pierre Blanco deal, like man, you know, this about to take our families to general wealth, generational wealth. And Michael's like, Yeah, man, you know, this shit is written in the sky. I'm taking everything. And it's like, yo, y'all are talking about drugs. Can we calm down? The world is mine. We we are talking about drugs. We're talking about drugs, and the main reason your mother was assassinated. Stop it! Yeah, like, and all, when Maria, when, is it Maria or Marie? Marie. Marie was like, I'm sorry, you and Magic are going into the 420 business? I don't like this, Michael. I don't like it. You just got on probation. <laughs> and she is fresh out of jail after beating her mama and her brother's ass. Also, after they called the cops can on her. We talk about Marie's lawyer. Marie said, You're not even going <laughs> to take a fucking sip of communion wine, bitch. But here she is <sighs> at the charity event. Also, Hennessy and Moet, I didn't realize that was a thing. But apparently in Miami, people really do drink that shit. Yes. That, that, that sounds so nasty. Like, why would you ruin champagne with Hennessy? I won't shit on other people's cultural preference. I it was um, a cultural thing. I thought it was just a... I think it's a cultural thing. I thought, I thought it was a rich people thing. Sorry. It could be both. Woo! Either way, I, I I am not a part of either culture, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cartoon. Sorry to these people. Also, um, ready to love. For everyone who told me about that show, who y- y'all were absolutely right. That show is scandalous. What is is that a dating show? Yes, it's like okay. I've seen clips, but I've never understood what I the fuck that show is actually about. Do well, with dating shows like aside from Flavor of Love and I Love New York, I I can't do The Bachelor. I've never like I've never been able to do it. But someone told me they were like, "No, right to love is some like it is pure ghetto TV," and I was like, "Okay." And yeah, it so far it has not failed. Maybe I'll check that out. Yeah, um, be prepared. Like I said, don't set high expectations. This trash. But, I usually don't for own reality TV shows. Yeah, cause that's an oh god, love still missing the mark. Still missing the mark. I I don't know what to say about love and marriage, Huntsville. It took a tumble. That show makes my ass itch. Don't they have one that's based in Charlotte? So that one is called um to have and to hold. I feel like we've had this yeah, conversation I, on the podcast. Yeah, because it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> we did because we talked about how own keeps wanting to diversify. Right, <laughs> like, right. How much diversification can you do? <laughs> how much way? How much? Oh, God. speaking of own, are you still watching the Tyler Perry shows on BET? Still, the new shows. I'm still watching Sisters. Um, I, I, I won't speak of that other show because scandal. I mean, the old. I I deserve better than that stress. Um, but yeah, I'm still watching Sisters. Sisters is actually still pretty good. I like it. Uh, it's obvious that there's some stuff that is just clearly dramatized or or melodramatics. But yeah, I'm still <laughs> I'm still giving sisters a chance. I'm also excited for Boomerang to come back. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. Oh, when is Boomerang coming back? Uh, January, I believe, because they just started filming season two. Is that Lala girl still on there? Yes. Okay, I'm I'm here for it. Hope she got some acting classes. Oh, 
Also, I love her. Also, movie theater talk. Um, Queen and Slim comes out the weekend before Thanksgiving. So even though you know the stud who disappointed is in is in, the stud who shagged me, even though Redemption <laughs> is a part of that movie, I'm still gonna go see it for Daniel Kaluuya and um Jody Smith. And I think that I'm going to give Charlie's Angels a chance. No, no. Damn. <laughs> no, fuck that and their interpretation of what a black woman is. Wait, that girl's supposed to be black? She's supposed to be black, girl. I thought I thought we were just filling our like, spicy white person quota with like, oh, she kind of looks Latina. She kind of looks Middle East. Yeah, we threw somebody black in. Yeah, I did not know that girl was supposed to be black this whole time. I thought she. Well, was... I like I like the other girl, um, because she was in that Power Rangers movie. Oh yeah, and she was Princess Jasmine. Yeah, I enjoyed Naomi Scott. Her, her, I fuck with her. Always, her actual voice always throws me off because she's got a very good American accent. She talks like a Valley girl. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, you know, she opens her real mouth, and I'm like, whoa. Don't call me Angel. That shitty song. Oh, um, shit. You don't like. I, I've never heard Lana Del Rey do an up tempo song. So when they said Lana Del Rey was on, I was like, as what? <laughs> Why the fuck was Miley on there? Is my question. Uh, Ariana really could have did that by herself, but here we are. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm gonna go give it a chance. Maybe I got a free ticket, so I'm gonna go give it a chance. Oh, that's why you should have just started off with that. Don't lie to the people. Well, I, I wanted to be objective. Don't call me Angel. Um, Apple TV, did you subscribe to Apple TV or not? I ain't got no, I don't have any more money for streaming services. I'm tapped out, but I've heard that that morning TV show is gold. That's all fine and dandy, but Apple TV, can I see some fucking black people or some minorities on these shows that you guys are promoting? Uh, I saw today. I saw one black person on the morning show. I saw today that they have um, a movie coming out with Samuel L. Jackson and Anthony Mackie, so I'm hoping that that should be... Uh, Anthony Blackie? Okay. Oh my god. Disney, I think Disney launches this week, don't they? Yep, Tuesday. Don't call me, don't text me. I will be unavailable. <laughs> I hope you enjoy your Lizzie McGuire reboot. I uh, first of all, I want no parts of that. There, are, there already is a Lizzie McGuire reboot. It's called, it's called Younger. Younger. It's called <laughs> Younger. They um, my face like that. I'm and the Proud Family reboot that I haven't heard anything about since they announced it. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. But anyway, we hope you guys enjoy all your streaming services, and I hope you guys realize you could just be having cable for the same price. You ain't got me let's, let's move on until on that note, you can go first, because I don't really have one. It'll just be a short little blurb. Uh, quick on that note, um, of course, rest in peace to Alexis Crawford. Uh, I was very heartbroken to hear that she had passed away after being murdered by her roommate and her roommate's boyfriend in the conspiracy. Uh, if you have not heard, Alexis Crawford was sexually assaulted and raped 
by her roommate's boyfriend. She confided in the police, and next thing you know, she turns up, she winds up missing. Roommate is posting all of this stuff, and then find out it was the roommate and the boyfriend all along who had strangled her to death and dumped her in a um ditch indicator. So prayers go out to her family and her friends and also to the higher education professionals at Clark Atlanta University. As someone who works in higher education, my students, especially during registration season, have tap danced and twerked and Southside <laughs> swagged on every last nerve I have. However, I love my students dearly, especially my students who come in and they confide in me everything that, you know, they're facing. So I cannot imagine that all of the work we do as higher ed administrators to encourage our students to empower themselves and advocate for them. How do we in good faith tell them to be advocates and take control of their situations, knowing that there's always possibly um, an ulterior circumstance that could just derail everything? So, you know, I pray for everyone involved. But my on that note is for people to stop exploiting situations where people's emotions are at an all-time high. Uh, in addition to the Alexis Crawford thing, because at one point people thought that she was another victim of the human sex trafficking crisis that is running rampant here in Atlanta. And people are really using this as a time to exploit people's emotions. And I had been seeing this post where someone was like, there's a spa here right up the road in Duluth. And they were like, you know, they be hiding girls and selling girls, you know, and kidnapping people outside of the spa. And I was just like, yo, that is really strange. I've never heard anything bad about this spa. Um, this is like a spa that has national coverage. So, Because people are always going. Because like, I can't imagine something like that is happening to this high-profile place. And no one said anything. So I was like, I wonder, you know, if we'll ever hear any more about it. And lo and behold, the person was like, yeah, I was just saying it. But I didn't realize it was going to go viral. Stop exploiting. <sighs> Please stop. It is enough to remain vigilant and be aware of your surroundings, but it is not fair to elicit mass paranoia amongst people, especially amongst black women. It is already hard enough to be a black woman. Do not add paranoia and, you know, like just fake news anxiety to our plate. We already got enough on our plate. So, yeah, that's why on that note. We already have T.I. checking her for our hymen. You know what? And <laughs> I said it um in the pop culture section, but it might have got cut off. Fuck April Jones and Lil Fizz. That is all. Someone wanted us to talk about that, but I felt like we didn't give a fuck enough. I just want to <laughs> say they are 100% gaslighting Who wanted us to people? talk about that? <laughs> I'll tell you off the air. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> They are 100% gaslighting um, that girl. Like, what a... She has her own problems and she has her own issues, but to see someone be manipulated into having an emotional response to something and then being told that they're crazy and that they're lying, 
I just fuck both of y'all. I mean, Lil is already that he he. I always hated him in B two K. I always hated him, but um, screw him, oh light skinned motherfucker, and screw April's whole and. I, I think the most annoying part about April is that she playing in my face with this. I'm doing all this stuff on purpose. There's a reason. You know, I'm a fairly intelligent person. Man, well, you can fairly fairly and intelligently suck my dick from the back. Wasn't she a stud like two seconds ago? Because <sighs> game wants my pussy. And, oh. oh my god. <laughs> hey, her. Shaq. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan Henry. Ryan Henry. Also, Mom Scott, <laughs> I would like to know what kind of money you funneling over at VH1 because I could have sworn up and down that Chrissy and Jim said they would never set foot on Love and Hip Hop New York. I could have sworn he said he was going to marry her a decade ago, but well, here we are. Well, we knew that was a lot. Also, Kimbella, you fake as fuck. Like, oh God. It, there there truly is no honor among thieves like the way some of y'all move in these streets for a little bit of clout oh god there is no honor amongst messy bottoms joe budden but um you're on that yeah, note for you, ma'am. you're on that note mona scott and that crackhead joe budden intense santana fuck you too sin you want us to have a sob story about you no bitch <laughs> my on that note is gonna be further explained in my upcoming solo session Ooh. but I always want to stress self-care um, especially during these winter months where it's getting darker earlier the weather is dropping dramatically and um, seasonal depression is real people yes lord so please check on your strong friends Please take care of yourselves. Please don't feel the need that you owe anyone any explanations when you just simply cannot make it to an event or a social outing mm-hmm. just because you feel like it or you cannot find the strength to get out of bed. It's okay. It happens to everybody. Just continue to take care of yourselves. Um, you're a health professional, so you know that like suicide rates go up dramatically during the holiday season. Yeah. Am I correct? Yeah, I'm on alert, so I'm a little... I'm more vigilant than normal this time of year. Right. We got to keep each other in check. So um, I'll be talking about that more in a Wednesday wellness um, section, hopefully coming out this week. Yes. Um, but just take care of each other. Let's check on each other. Let's check in with our girlfriends, check in on your husbands, not other people's husbands, but, you know, check in on your family. I was just about to say check in on the dick or the pussy that is exclusive that bonding you. with you and not no extras amen amen also do not let that lead it just because it's cold outside don't let that nigga in that you've already put out yes lord <laughs> he gonna he gonna come in with something just he gonna come in besides he gonna come in with a grande hot chai with no water and top of hey i got something for you and it's actually dick um, he gonna come in with dick and chlamydia if we <laughs> Speaking of chlamydia, and I was just about to shout out USC's homecoming, and you brought that up. Um, Shout out to the University of South Carolina for hosting a, on my end, very fun homecoming for me. My cousin came through from Winthrop. We were able to chill and feel all the vibes. So um, 
That was my first time attending a homecoming since 2012. Oh, oh yeah, that was my shout out. Um, Shelkesia Lexington, aka Shell, I love you so much. You are a goddess among mortals. The work you do with the Choose True Project always makes me so happy. I felt the sisterhood, and y'all know I don't fuck with scam power. Like Kiki and I, it's very clear <laughs> we are anti scam. We are anti scam empowerment and like women's empowerment shit. But the event that Shell throws, this is the second year she's done it. Uh, it's just a space for women to be com- not only be comfortable with one another, but to talk about stuff. And you don't pay to for someone to fix your problems, or you don't pay to listen to someone sit on a panel and tell you about how amazing their life is and shit on yours. Like, no, it is collective sisterhood and conversation about real life shit. And the food is always busting and the drinks are plentiful. So, Shell, I love you so much. Congratulations on another event. Shay, um, Shay, Shequa, and Lexi with Plugged In every year. Y'all kill it. So, yeah, those are my shout outs because I know that USC Homecoming, but in particular, Black USC Homecoming, would be nothing without that type of quality event. I'm glad you said that because I saw your um, friend's pouches all over tailgate. Oh, yes. Jalen. Shot them out, bro, because I saw all, everybody had those pouches. And I was like, damn, I want one. Jalen, uh, Life of Ja on Instagram. Yes. I'm Jalen and them adult Capri Suns. He was supposed yes. to take a break. He did not. Jalen beat your black ass. Um, He just. Okay, Candy. He, he um, bleeped his black ass. Uh, also shout out to my friend Johnny Robinson they are doing a blanket drive in Charlotte it has been well it started November 1st and it's gonna go until December 4th I believe and shout out to Shanice and Christy at Pitch 803 for their underwear campaign that they're doing for women in the um, Midlands area I'll plug all this in my stories when we promote the episode. There's just so much going on with the black people. Shout out to black people, man. Just shout out. Magical. It, it felt really, one of the reasons I really enjoyed homecoming is because I was surrounded by my people. Yeah, very sad. And everybody was dressed cute. Yeah. Everybody was presentable. Everybody now, was you niggas cute. who were walking around with full Patron bottles and full Hennessy bottles drinking out of that all day. Grow up. I pray... <laughs> that your liver is okay because I gag just looking at y'all. Well, I will say you grow out of that because my when I first started from coming, that was my thing. I, I, I'm sorry. I always had changed. a whole bottle of Patron to yourself. Not Patron, God no. I don't I don't drink the devil. Patron piss. girl, Hennessy. But I used to have a nice little bottle. Matter of fact, one homecoming I had a whole bottle of basil Hayden to myself. Granted, I had different mixers because the bartender. But still, I had been in that phase. But now, I just own the bars that run homecoming. That's called alcoholism. You need a therapist. (laughs) I was about to say, I was was driving the boat before driving the boat. (laughs) I saw a lot of people driving the boat, and I just, I wanted to throw up the boat. But um, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. you live and you learn, and then you get love. And, and you pray that your liver grows with you. 
Dryish November, bitch. Dryish November. <laughs> no bourbon. <laughs> I can be found not drinking bourbon for the month of November at K D A S H D I O R on Twitter and on Instagram. What about you? Uh, y'all know me. Y'all can find me at A S H T A Y L A M P M A R I E on Twitter and Instagram. Also, hated that I missed homecoming, but it was really cool <laughs> to hang out with Lamp. We turned a year old in this marriage thing. Uh, yeah, I am officially solidifying my place as the realest bougie housewife. Um, and I'm okay with that because, God damn it, I am washed. I'm old, and I like to do what I Ooh, talk about it. Cooking classes are fun. Cooking classes are fun. And also, shout out to Brittany Evans at Well Start Initiatives. <sighs> Very excited to see the work that she does with public health here in the greater Atlanta area. Ooh, girl, y- y- y'all are not ready for what she has planned for 2020. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. And my old man voice. Cool, cool, cool. You know, old men say everything three times. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Um, you guys can follow the podcast at O-T-R-P-O-D on Instagram. You can find us on Spotify. Yeah. Apple yeah. Podcasts. Um, Pocket Cast. <laughs> Google Hangout. Is that what that shit's called? What? Google Podcast. I didn't know that was a thing. I don't know. Well, Spotify or Apple Music, damn it. Yeah, I was about to say, you're teaching me something new. Stitcher. Stitcher. <laughs> Anchor, if you use Anchor when it's actually working. Anchor so... in the Lord. Throw <laughs> your anchor anywhere. <laughs> we hope you guys have a wonderful November. Hopefully, we'll talk to you guys before November ends. And we will be seeing you guys soon. Stay okay? warm. Stay warm. Don't answer that nigga's text. And keep your dick to yourself. Yes, Lord. And, and remember, Hyman is a social construct just like virginity. Just kidding. NTI's bussy. Alrighty. Woo! Bye. Cold brew killer. Bye. Bye.